work where others play. You stay out of there. You don't work where others play because they, if they love what they do, they're going to get it done faster and they're going to get it done at a higher level, at a higher caliber than you would be able to do. Because think about the stuff you love to play in, what you love to do. If someone who didn't want to do it was doing that, it wouldn't be expressive at the level it is because you love doing it. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 I'm Kimberly Smith Austin. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. How are you feeling after the 100th show? We are on 101 and headed to the next 200s. Woo, super duper excited. And I know I say that all the time, but this is a different kind of excitement. To know that we, we together, you and I were able to lock heads, lock minds, lock vision, lock purpose to run to 100 shows. Now, keep in mind, that's a weekly show that we brought to you week after week after week, 100 weeks, 100 shows. I'm on fire. I am excited. We have just spent an hour chit-chatting and talking about the next focus we have and we spend time talking about focus but october is a insanely crazy month you want to tell them why uh there's a lot well number one the first day of the month kicks off with a holiday it's (laughs) my birthday (laughs) and you know as a kid i'll tell you this really quickly all of my cousins i grew up with a lot of cousins and they always used to say i would say it's a special day coming up and I was probably four, five, six, seven, and 10 during that cycle. And they were like, what? I was like, one October, one October. And they go, what is that? My birthday. <laughs> so I'm excited. And that month just kicks off so many things. Right? When you think of National Month. What, do you, what did you find on National Month? So they might as well call it National Kimberly Month. Um, <laughs> because we found out, one, it is National Vegetarian Month. Mm-hmm even though you're vegan, but we know your family's be vegetarian. Uh, it's also National Roller Skating Month. Yes. <laughs> and it's national, a couple of causes really close to your heart, right? It's National uh, Breast Cancer Month, Awareness, wow. Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Health Month, like health education. And one of your favorites, are you ready? Ready. Patient-centered care. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, and these things, I believe, I don't think that was a coincidence. Mm -mm, No such thing. (laughs) I believe there is no coincidence. So it was designed with me in mind. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And since it was designed with you in mind, I think we put together some amazing shows and we're going to have some amazing guests and we're going to focus on one of the things that you want people to be in all aspects of their life, their health, their wealth, their relationships, we'll go through your F's, right? Their fun, their fitness, and anything that they do, you want them to be the chief executive officer of that realm. 
That's right. That's right. Because you know what? There's nothing like being the CEO, the chief operating, the, excuse me, the chief executive officer of your business, your health, your life, your family. And when you take that position, and I'm going to use the word of ownership, because that's what CEO is about, being a position of ownership to decide and determine where you're going, mm. where you want to go, and how you're going to take your ship forward. You're being the captain of your ship. And that's what we're going to talk about this month. We're all about the CEO series. Whether you are physically a CEO titled in an organization or you're a CEO titled in your home, in your business, in your health, this month is for you. Oh my gosh. I am excited. And I love that uh, captain of your of your ship, captain of your, I like ship plane. When I was stepping into my leadership role, we used to have this thing, uh, used to bug the crap out of people who were organized, but we would always say we were building the plane as we go because mm. we had to hit the ground running. But as the CEO of that plane, always knew where we were headed and always knew where the gauges were, even though we weren't quite as ready to leave um, where we were going. But did you know some people would never leave even if they had the perfect plane? Wow. Something would come in their head, right? And they wouldn't get off the ground. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think everyone's capable of it, but I think some people don't lean into it. And that's mm -hmm. why I love what this next month means. Next month doesn't mean you have to be in charge of a company. We hope you are. Um, right. Very fulfilling. But it does mean you have to take ownership and be in charge. And you have to get out of your comfort zone. So when we're going over this next month of tips and tools and strategies, we're going to push you a little. Yeah. Because there's only growth outside of you being comfortable. That's right. And you That's don't right. got to go 100% out. Uh, we heard a talk the other day. I love this. She said, just go 4% out. Mm -hmm. Now, Kimberly would disagree because I know her. I've worked out with her and um, ran with her and cried. Um, she's more of the like, hey, you're already at 50%. Let's go. But even for uh, the others that don't want that whole like balls to the wall, let's go. You could still have that. I'm going to push myself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Missy, even though, you know, I only push people when I recognize they have the ability to be pushed. Right. Because I believe so everyone you meet. Yeah. That's what uh, I said. Well, well, hold on. Hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's back it up a little bit, because I believe one, I want to come to you where you are. But also, I believe that I see something sometimes greater in you than you may see inside of yourself. Ooh, say so that I, again. I believe that you have something greater in you than what you see yourself. I read that down. And that happens because I'm listening and I'm listening to you. I'm listening. I'm watching you. I'm a very intuitive person. So I, my engagement happens to you even before, you know, the whole conversation or before I ask the question, even I think about when I'm running with runners, I'm running sometimes in front of them and I'm listening to their breathing. I'm listening to their footsteps. They have no idea that I'm already engaged and I'm tuning in so that I can help them boom, go to the next level. Does that make sense? So I say that to say, maybe I'm not pushing you 10 or 20, maybe just 1%. 1% better than you were yesterday in your business, in your health, in your life, in every aspect. And you know what? Not only do I use that to challenge people, but I try to do it myself. Hmm. Well, I, I, I say it lovingly and those that know you put it in the chat when you read this but um and i've heard a couple people say it but drill sergeant 
is not a bad term when I think about what it really means. And you've actually been through a book, a boot camp Absolutely. when having that and that um, that person's pushing you to save your life later on and to make sure that you see it in yourself that you know you have what it takes. Yeah. And the um, the intensity and the energy and is all um, the core is love. So when you see the intensity and you see the energy, that's not the core. The core is the love and seeing that you just want better for people. So I love that um, I got to push your buttons a little bit uh, on that. And I've seen people wanting to quit and you're like, oh, just a few more steps. Just a few more steps. And, and some people is me. Um, and that is in business or when we met through speaking or now in our um, business partnership is always um, you're really good at teaching people to fish and not giving them fish. That's right. And I think that's huge when it comes to leadership. Did you, I didn't mean to listen to interview, but now I'm just really interested. <laughs> is, did someone do that for you and you just kind of mentored and role modeled it? Or did you kind of had to come to that because you were almost like the caretaker of everyone in your family? You know, as I think about it, I think it was probably because I was the in the caretaking role, not assigned, not titled, not given, but just looking at the circumstance in which I was raised up, that I was grown up in, I stepped into that role. And then I think about some of the models. I think about even in boot camp when the drill sergeant came in my face head on and was screaming and saying, private, you need to run faster or private, you're not sweating, go run some more. And I remember thinking, this is crazy. It's really crazy. I'm going to give you that caveat. It's crazy. I was thinking, wow, that's all you got? <laughs> And he was screaming at the top of his lungs. And I thought, man, I've endured and seen so much more. So at, I was giggling inside of me, inside when I should have been terrified, thinking this man is in front of me screaming at the top <laughs> of his lungs. But instead, I was like, oh, okay, let me go run some more. So I think it's a, a combination of experiences, forced roles in my life that have mm. gotten me here. And so I have to sometimes contain myself because I'm a little crazy, if I must say so. And I'm sure there are many out there that can attest to it. Oh, my God. Um, I, I heard Bill Walsh say the other day when he was doing one of his trainings, he says, all entrepreneurs got to be a little crazy. A little crazy. Just a little. There's something There's something about that that kind of ties ties us all together. That's and right. I love this because, you know, I... Um, I was doing an, uh, an interview the other day with one of the people from UC Davis and out of nowhere, she goes, I listened to your guys's podcast, the Matrix really? Fire podcast, first time meeting her, I swear. And, um, she is a contractor, so she's not a CEO, but she has an entrepreneur sort of spirit. Cause she's got to go out like sales and get the contracts and set the people up. So I love the thing when we always talk about is the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur, because right. they both are a CEO in a way. You could be in a company of a thousand people, may not be the chief executive officer, but in there somewhere you have ownership. I love that you said that and brought that up. You have ownership of that of which is you and your influence and the things you do. So we're excited for October to really dive into this and, and push ourselves and you and really get out there to what does that mean? That's right. Not, not cliche CEO of your life. Cause I've heard it and there's books and I get it, but really how do you take that? And I was telling you, I just read, uh, I was reading a book and he said, it's all about your habits, mm -hmm. but what are those habits that make you who you are so that you could be changing those habits to make you who you want to be. 
right. changing the habits from make you who you are. So if I step on the scale right now and I'm 290, there's habits that got me there. So mm-hmm. for me to step on the scale and be 280, different habits have to be in place to sustain and get me there. That's right. You know, I love that. And I'll tell you why I referenced or I mentioned to you just a moment ago that in my wellness practice, September's focus was on habits. Mm. And the reason I chose that is because during the summer months, we lose our structure, Mm. right? We're vacationing. We're having fun. The kids are out of school. We lose our structure. So in September, I said, it's time to bring those habits back. And here's the truth. We have good habits. We have habits that are not that great for us. So not only am I teaching you how to develop the good ones, but how to release and not necessarily remove, how to release some of those habits that are not rewarding for you. So I think even though this show is just designed to be an introduction to get you to come back for the rest of October, but today we want to focus on a few habits of CEOs, things that you can do, whether it's your company CEO or your CEO of your life, we're just going to throw a couple things out there for you to think about. And I think it's interesting because when you're a CEO, you're a leader, titled, given or not, you're a learner. And you may have heard this. Leaders are readers, folks. Leaders are readers. You may have heard it because Kimberly says it all the time. (laughs) But here's the truth, Misty. We talk about it all the time. Every time we something, we're like this book, that book, we're constantly reading. And as a result of what we've learned over years and times, we can bring some of those references back to you to help you in your growth cycle. I love it because it, it, leaders are readers, not in the sense of, let me make sure I check this off. But I really think when you, and you can, I think anyone can get there. When you get to that passion of it's like nurturing your soul, right? It's like food for you. Like, where's my next book? What does that look like? Now I do business, I do personal development, but I think just getting in the habit of reading and getting to talk about it um, and having that sort of thing. Sometimes I do autobiography. I know others, I got in a, a really interesting question about, um, it's like a sci-fi book, but logically when you're connecting it back to getting to know them a little better, like that was cool for them that they were avid readers and love to have that habit at night. So it really is that not just checking off your list with my book this month, but really finding a place of excitement and passion for it because you're going to be able to get it um, at the, I think at the level where we're at and that's, you get other people excited about it. How many books have people read Kimberly because you found a new book? Right, right. I love it. And you know, when you think about it and I think I'm going to take it a step further. I was just talking to the CEO of a corporation yesterday that I work with. And I said, there's nothing like telling someone something, showing them, but the power goes into the doing. And so the second piece is not only are leaders reading, they're learning, but number two, they're willing to experiment. They're willing to take those lessons that they learn throughout the journey, throughout the, you know, to be a CEO is not a overnight success. It's not something you learn and you're in position. It's a process. It's a journey. In fact, it's a destination. And so when you think about that, be willing to experiment, be willing to try, be willing to see what's out there, how you can shift the sales, how you can make new offerings for your company or for your health or whatever you're focused on in your CEO position. But that openness and willingness to learn and try new things. And I love that. I want to add on to that is the there's nothing quite like a new staff or a new person into your realm of your business 
or your company. And it's hard because they're their shyest, right? Most of them. Uh, but that's the best to have the freshness and the new eyes. So also having as a leader is getting perspective. So getting perspective from the books, but getting perspective from your people and really being open to experiment with some of the new ideas and perspective coming in because everything is an evolution all the time. And I think sometimes that holds us back is the people do things that worked in the past because it's worked. And if it continues to work, great. But if you're finding some struggle, that might be a great time to look at it to say, it might be time to update even your phones. Yes. Even your phones, even this is a 13 and what every month I get an update for the updates. That's right. That's right. That's so good. And you know, we're going to talk about that over the next month about your staff experiment, the experience, the culture, the orientation. I mean, we're going to go into all of these different phases, but I love the fact that you said the team. And when you think about having a team, if you're a CEO, you, you have to get in the habit and routine of giving stuff away, handing it off. Even as an entrepreneur? Yes. Ah. Yes. AKA called delegate, delegate <laughs> and delegate some more folks. We know that that is your secret sauce. And if you're making important decisions, don't do the grunt work. And I hate to use that word. Don't do the grunt work. Pass it off to your highly trained, highly competent leaders who you have partnered with to come alongside you on this journey. We were at the hair hub. And um, one of the ladies said, and I don't remember which one, so I want to give credit where credit is due, but she said, don't work where others play. You stay out of there. You don't work where others play because they, if they love what they do, they're going to get it done faster. They're going to get it done at a higher level, at a higher caliber than you would be able to do. Because think about the stuff you love to play in, what you love to do. If someone who didn't want to do it was doing that, it wouldn't be expressive at the level it is because you love doing it. I think about when when <laughs> I first pulled you on to Canva. Do you remember that? <laughs> and I would show you something. You go, what? That's ridiculous. How did you do that? And I was like, boop, boop, boop. And now you are boop, boop, boop. Because now not only do you love it. I talk about Canva to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Pushed me out of my comfort zone. And they made me do a PowerPoint a month ago. And I was almost upset until you told me I could download my Canva and, and play with it. Yeah. Uh, it's so true is I had to get out of my comfort zone to realize once the skills were there was so much more effective and easier. That's so funny. That's so good. So now we've, we've laid out a couple of things, you know, you're being a leader, a reader, you're open to experimenting. You're thinking about the staff that you're coming alongside, but you're delegating, you're delegating. Yes. And then how about you're asking questions, <laughs> asking questions. Here's the thing that I love is that although you may be at the top rank, in your life, you don't have a boss in charge of you or the top rank at your position. There's no one higher than you, except for maybe the board of directors. But one of the things you want to get into the habit of is asking questions, asking questions, natural tendency to ask questions and the right kind of questions that are going to get you the answers you need to propel and push the vision forward, the business forward. And I think so often, you know, growing up in school, I think everybody was in that mindset of, I can't ask, you know, we are afraid to ask the question or it's a stupid question. And what did your teacher or some leader say to you? There is no what? Wrong answer. Dumb there's answer. No, Dumb there's question. No stupid, there's no stupid question. <laughs> Missy's like, what? I don't know. <laughs> there is no stupid question. 
it's valid. And we have to get in the mindset of asking the questions and maybe asking the ones that other people are afraid to ask. Mm. That's going to help us propel. I want to um, add caveat to that too, especially if you're in sales, because you did that. Um, I think it was on a podcast a few podcasts ago, <clears throat> but having people understand the importance of not being interested, but being interested, not interesting. Yeah. And to be interested, you ask questions, but sometimes the answer is in the question. Mm. But if you're trying to give the answer to people, they won't take it. Yeah. So That's even right. as a leader or CEO, you're going to have a lot of people coming to you. And instead of just delegating um, things that you want or need, it really is helping that logically train them by doing this. But it also, it sharpens your tools so much for sales oh. within the two weeks of that lesson. Um, I asked a few questions and was able to connect some people to one of your programs, the mint coming out mm -hmm. um, in a few weeks. If you're interested in a crazy plug for Kimberly here. It is speaking, it is experiencing, but it is really influencing whether it's a conversation from stage or if it's a one-on-one, -on -one, if it's a sale, or if you're talking to your teen. That's right. But it is really, really great. But I was able to have a great conversation with someone by just looking for their needs and helping them kind of understand it. But I wouldn't have been able to do that because I love to run around with the answer. I have a solution. But you know what? That speaks to one of my other points, two of them really strong. Number one is staying informed. You're staying plugged in. And as a CEO, you stay plugged in. And we're not saying stay plugged into your Twitter, watch the news all day long, stay on Facebook all day long, but being aware of what's going on in your marketplace, in your industry, whatever you're CEOing, being aware. And by being aware, you then are able to ask those questions, but also really help you when you're out networking, which is another point as a CEO, you've got to grow, you've got to go and see the people <laughs> that want to be, that you want in your circle or in your sphere of influence or in your business, depending on what you're doing. Mm, that's so good. As you say, that's so good. <laughs> Staying informed helps you connect even if it's you're let's say you're selling outside of your industry you're connecting you're seeing more opportunity outside your industry when you know things about other people's industry or what they do that is such an amazing way and then asking more questions i think that that's such a win-win uh, of knowledge and you can't do that if you're not in the habit of having some way of inputting this information to you and i want to um, argue on a daily basis yes yes and even though, and I'm going to throw in two last ones, and, and I want you to think about this, Misty. They're very important. Number one is managing your time. And I say number one, but it's more like number seven. Really? Tell me all about that, Kimberly. Right? Managing your time because, you you know, we have limited time as CEOs, whether you're the CEO, CFO, CWO, CTO, whatever you are, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with this role. And as a result, you have to manage your time. But here's one of the key things. When you're managing your time, make time for your health. Because making time for your health is going to allow you to make time to create that wealth. Healthy, happy, creative, uh, informative and just powerful. And I know that so often it's easy as CEOs to say everything before me. But as I say in one of my programs, me before we, because that is going to help you really lock in and be productive. There are so many studies that show us today that the healthiest people are high performers, right? High performers. And that's why 
I'm very passionate about it and, and just really want to make sure you make time for that. Well, what's the truth? If you do not make time for your health, your health will make time for you. Yes, yes. You know, I, I love that. There's another uh, quote that goes, if you don't make time for your health, or they use wellness, let me rephrase it. If you don't make time for your wellness, make time for illness. Well, your illness makes your time for you. You don't even don't have to worry it. about it. You'll be out. I don't want it. <laughs> awesome. So I'm super excited. We just gave you a little few couple nuggets. Make sure you check out the show notes. But more importantly, take some time to just reflect on what you've learned. Prepare your mind, your body, and think about how this CEO series is going to help you become the captain of your ship, of your life, of I your challenge. Or challenge before you, you close this out. Here's a challenge, Kimberly. Yes. You found some amazing things that we just got to go over, right? Leaders learn, leaders read. It, we put into what we experiment, we delegate, we have a team we could rely on, we ask questions, we stay informed, we manage our time, and we make time for our health. So, before next week, run through these. And what is the one that you went, Oh, ugh, I gotta. I got to get to that one. Gotta so before it gets overwhelming, you got to read more. You got to get walking more. You got to be better when you leave the house more. But one of these, take some time. And this week, start to put a little bit of energy into it, a little bit of focus, a little bit of awareness. And tell us in the comments, did it, what worked? What's, what's starting to change? And get ready. Get ready for October. Releasing of new programs. We got guests coming on. We got things that you could take away. We are super excited. 100 was amazing. Yes. But we just makes us even better for the next 100. And thank you guys for being here. We are worldwide. We're international. Um, our podcast is growing. We're on 100 and our podcast is growing. So I'm very excited, Kimberly, to have spent 100 podcasts with you and looking forward to the next 100. I'm excited too, Misty. Let the journey aka fun begin <laughs> all right my love listen as we say to you every single week there is something out there waiting for you now, now go, go get it. it thank you for listening to the made to inspire podcast we hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips tools and tactics that will help you move into action Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.